Welcome to the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment, where you never know what we will be serving up. Hey guys, welcome to episode 65 of the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment. We are a coming at you with a very special Brunch Ladies today because we have Polly and she is here to talk to us about this week's event, Conchi Connects, and it's supporting the Friends of the Conchahawken Library. Hey, Polly. Well, hello, guys. It's so nice to be on the Brunch Ladies. So good yeah. to have you brunching with us. <laughs> you know, I have to say, talk about you a lot on the Brunch Ladies, so on Sundays, your ears are probably ringing for most of the day. Right. Well, I've actually been to brunch with both of you live and in person. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. This is true. This is true. So, and you're going to have to join us more frequently when summertime is official. Oh, right? yes. When summer's official, I have all the Sundays in the world. You say right. that now. Right? I right, know. right. But I also have three teenagers, so you know how that can change in the drop of a pin. Yeah, you absolutely. Do. Absolutely. But I'm happy to be here to represent the Friends of the Library. Yeah, so let me just do a brief intro. So Conchi Connects, for those of you that are just joining us, is our charity nonprofit support uh, program with Conchi Consignment. And we use that to raise money and funds for uh, different organizations. We do one per quarter. And this quarter is the Friends of the Conchahawken Library, which is very special. You notice we are Conchi consignment. So uh, Conchahawken yeah. is where we started. And Polly actually has roots in Conchahawken with the Conchahawken Library, with Conchi consignment, with our Connects events. So she is really just a totally connected, right? Totally, totally connected. Those yes. are some widespread roots in the Conchi, in the one mile borough of Conchi. Yes, yes. So um, for those of you that don't know, we would do our Conchi Connects when we had the storefront. And I have to say, like, Polly was an integral part of that. I mean, do you remember those Sunday mornings? Oh, we would, we would be... Fun. It was so it was so much work and Polly would be down there with her husband and her family, you know, putting out our sidewalk sale, working, volunteering. I mean, you really you really got got up and running and well, I'm always a lot of legwork. I am always I've always been the worker bee, right? You yeah. are totally, like, totally you know, the worker bee. But it was such a good event. Everybody looked forward to it. And it was such a great way to you know, to use the stuff that that we didn't sell, you know, in a positive mm -hmm. way. And so many people, you know, gave to it. You know, all of our consigners at the time, you know, if they didn't want to pick up their stuff, they would just generously donate it. And the money went to such great use. Like we had so many good events. It was so much fun to do. We really you know, did. You know, it reminds me of what I always think of. I always think of the delivery, the pizza delivery woman who has since passed away, which is really oh, sad. Oh, yes. And roll yes. up and she she'd have like five minutes and she'd like, grab stuff off the rack and like no. she was so into it. Like it was just fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, I look forward to it. We and what I love, stuff. she was buying it all for her like grandchildren, her yes, daughter, yes. her. Yeah. 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 She would never pick up anything for herself. Yeah. Right. And there are other people <laughs> who would buy stuff and ship it to Africa, to Mexico, to like, it was pretty mm -hmm. amazing. Like, you know, it was, it was a great deal for whoever was shopping also. Do you know what I mean? Right. Regular oh, yeah. sale. But, yeah. um, you know, even at that, like even with the bake sale and everything else, we always raised a lot of money for a good organization. So it was fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is a little bit less labor intense for organizations uh, because those sidewalk sales were were crazy. It was a lot of manual labor. Now we still put the manual labor in now, but our our big sale day is actually live on Facebook on uh, Thursday night. This coming Thursday, we do a live sale every Thursday, but this specific coming Thursday is for the Friends of the Library. So you can come on and, you know, uh, purchase items, make a donation, um, just come and hang out with us and, you know, help support the library. So even if even if you, you're not shopping, just being there, commenting, anything like that definitely provides more engagement, more awareness, all of that good stuff, right? I think there'll be more of the friends there too. So everybody said that they're going to come. So there's a few oh my goodness. friends oh, good. who should be there. Um, some of them, it'll be their first time. Some of them, it'll be the first time doing anything even live, yet alone on Facebook. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. We may oh. have to put people out a little bit. Yeah. Now, um, Jill, who we see in the comments. Hi, Jill, is a friend of the library. Hi, Jill. <laughs> She's the president of the Friends of the Library. Oh, my bad. I didn't even know realize that. She is. Yeah. Wow, Jill. Nice to meet you. Yeah, that's great. So those are some of the ways is you can hop on uh, that Facebook live sale on Thursday night. You can hop into the event. You can share. You can share the event. Uh, Those are some of the ways you can help uh, support the library. And I think we all agree that the library is a great great resource. But sometimes when we hear library, we don't necessarily realize what a, what a staple in the community and all the services that the library provides for our community and what, what an important part of our community it is. And I, I really want to highlight seen, that. I wish you could have seen the library yesterday. So, you know, we are, it's so funny because we are a small little you walk in old fashioned library, but mm-hmm. you know, just like how, like, you know, I love old houses that have like some modern touches to them. You know, who doesn't love an old house that has like a modern kitchen and a modern bathroom? Now, I feel that way about the Conchahawken Library. So it's like that old fashioned library with all the great modern touches. Like, so any, you know, we're a small library, but because we're affiliated with other libraries in our area, you know, anything you want, you can get. So it's not just limited to what we have on that. We're really only one floor of a library. Um, but, you know, yeah. So yesterday there was a band on the lawn of the library, in the front of the library. Oh, oh wow. wow. Oh. Different bands because it was we had an event in Conchahawken. It was the Conchahawken Car Show and Art Festival. So, you know, all of our main road fan troops blocked off. And um, again, the library is an integral part of all of that. Right. So we um, had coordinated what the library did to have these bands playing on the front lawn. And it was so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's not your typical normal hush hush quiet library. You know, kids <laughs> come in and play games at some of the tables and you know, and they have the regulars too who come in. You know, you can access the internet, um, you know, more than just checking out a book. But we do a lot, like we support a lot. Like I think as a friend of the library, our biggest thing is the summer reading program. Like that has always been our baby. Like we really want to work with the people in our community in the summer um, so that we don't have that summer slide with the kids. You know, we really want them reading all summer long. So we really put a lot of our money and effort into summer reading. Um, and the summer reading theme is national, right? So the summer reading theme this year is Oceans of Possibilities. So this year we have like this big giant octopus hanging in when you first come in. And then we have a bunch of cool prizes. You know, we do it for all the different age groups. So like we break it down to the zero to fours. So all the little ones who come in for the story time reading. And then we have like the eight to 11. 
those are the ones who probably participate the most. I would say the eight to 11s really love it. They love their prizes. They love their reading. They love to come in and check out their books. They love turning in their tickets. Um, so we do a couple different things where we um, have like a, a really nice grand prizes for them, but we also have weekly prizes and the community just supports us like crazy. Um, yeah. Scoops gives us coupons. We have a local ice cream shop that they give the kids coupons so they can go get a Scoops ice cream cone. Uh, Tony and Joe's gives us coupons for like a free slice of pizza. Yeah, they love that. And so I'm convinced that the only reason my son read during the summer was because of the Scoops coupons. I'm convinced of it. So if they read for two hours, they can get a ticket to go to any of those places. So yeah, my kids too, are you kidding? they're still reading um, this year because I'll tell you about the grand prizes in a little bit, but um, Insomnia Cookie now gives us like a cookie coupon too. And the Conchi Bakery gave us coupons for like free um, tomato pie. So yeah, you can Whoa. eat and read, eat and read are my two favorite things. <laughs> my two favorite tomato pie. Now I'm craving it, Polly, thanks. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can yeah. mail that to you. Yeah, you can't get that down. I can't even get that up here in the Lehigh Valley. Are you kidding me? I can get something similar to it, but not we like the Conjoc really, and Vegas. We do like these really big grand prizes. So like the zero to four grand prize this year is, uh, is a pass to the, um, a year pass to the Elmwood Zoo. So we carry that. So the front of the library does, we do basically three things. We do summer reading. Um, we do. Which, let me stop. Let me stop with the summer reading for a second. So. When my children were little, the library was, I mean, from the time they were infants, we would go once or twice a week to the library. And it was like our big excursion. And it was so much fun. Like the, you know, they would do story time. And I met most of my good friends to this day at the library, you know, people with the same age kids and just this like nice, safe, clean space to go to and, you know, take books, do puzzles, just, it was such a huge part of my um, children, my, the childhood of, of my children. And the summer reading program was definitely like a, a great addition and kept us there, you know, once or twice a week, all summer long. It was so much fun for the kids. And we've kind of brought that all back. Like we're doing the programming again. Like we couldn't do it for a couple of years because of COVID. But mm -hmm. on Wednesday nights, we have like a program scheduled every night. So the kids can come in and drop off their tickets and have a program. Um, do you know Miss Lorraine? So Miss Lorraine is one of our librarians, and she always did the um, story time hour. She mm -hmm. hit 20 years yesterday. Well, Friday. Friday was her 20-year anniversary working for the library system. All right. We're going to post some pictures in the event on Facebook, on our social media, because that's really, really special. Yeah, it was it was yeah really awesome. So we went in the other day and took her some balloons and cookies. And it was so funny because I had all three of my kids in there. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I remember when your twins were learning how to walk. And meanwhile, here comes Robert, who's like six foot tall and Rose carrying the cookies. <laughs> and, you know, it was just really fun. So, so Holly, I have to say, I watched that video because Butch was in there doing the live mm -hmm. video. Not only was I teary-eyed, but I, that was my jaw dropped when I saw Robert walk around there. <laughs> and the oh, deep voice, like, yeah, I'm like, uh, who are you? Uh -huh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, Miss Lorraine is such a staple there. Like when yes. Avery, um, my son, wasn't feeling well last summer, um, she actually uh, sent him a puzzle through Polly, um, you know, Aww. while he was kind of down and out. And just, you know, and, and she rarely sees him anymore, but just the fact that she still kept him she in. remembers them all. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, Anna, I mean, works, Anna works at the Conchalkin Library now. She's a page. And um, so she works with Miss Lorraine. Lorraine's like, it's just, you know, it's so fun to like see them go from, 
these little babies. You know, Anna was what, two or three years old going into the library for story time. And now they work together. Oh. <laughs> that is so wild. So can you tell us, and oh, I know what my kids also liked. I would give them like a Avery more so because he was more of a reluctant reader. Um, all the movies and videos the library has that you can take out, like anything you pretty much want, you can get. So, you know, as a reward, we would say, all right, well, you know, when you're done reading, we wouldn't really say it was a reward, but oh yeah, let's, before we leave, we'll pick out a, you know, a movie sure. we can watch this week. Uh, the selection is, is unbelievable. So it's not Remember just all those books. Construction videos Robert used to check out. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was like his big thing. All those videos, he loved it. That was such a big part of it for them, you know. And it, and it just it helped the library in so many ways. You know, it helped circulation. It helped the kids. Like it just it was a wonderful event. We I usually tape that video. So Miss Lorraine has a video that she tapes every year that we send to the to the school, and then uh, the school librarian Mrs. Protowski plays it for all the classes. So that they know what's oh. coming, what prizes we have. So we started that a couple of years ago, and it was a big hit. The kids sometimes the kids would come over to the library, but now with COVID, they're kind of funny about that still. So we started, we just did a video, and it just worked so great. Like so, the kids could replay it and watch her talk, and you know, she was generous enough to do it. Like you know, who likes to have themselves videotaped, right? You know, but she does it every <laughs> year for me. She's great. Oh wow! Wow, the friends to the library have come a long way since my time. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's looking so, good. The summer should be fun. Yeah. Like we have a really a lot of awesome prizes. I mean, our prizes are great. Like you know, we you know we have like hundred dollar gift cards and baskets and yeah, they're not just like I was telling the teenagers like for the teen one, we don't do weekly prizes for the teens because they don't like to come in like every week. They'll come in and they'll get like the coupons, but it's kind of hard to get them like weekly prizes. But we do a really nice like grand prize. They have like a hundred dollar gift card to Barnes and Noble. They, and then we do like all around town. They get like a $25 gift card to Fiend, which is like our local coffee shop, a $25 gift card to Tony and Joe so they can go get some pizza, $25 gift card to um, Insomnia Cookies, and then one for Scoops, which is the ice cream place. So like, you know, what teenager wouldn't want that? You know, all these like gift cards, they could be like set for a week going out with their friends here and right. all around town. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I just love even my kids be like, Robert was like, I might have to read this year. <laughs> and then Rose too. Anna's like, oh, that's a good one. She goes, I don't know if I can do it since I work there. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It might cross the line. So, <laughs> And we always had so much fun, like, um, going in and saying, well, you know, we like this book. What do you recommend that that's similar to that? Or can you just using, like, the librarians as a resource in that way uh, really helps build, build our personal library. Well, hey, about, how about the other thing that we do? The friends do the museum passes. Well, we call them museum passes. That's what I really want to talk about because that is absolutely amazing. It's amazing. So what we do is we buy, um, a lot of institutions have a pass just for libraries. Some don't, some just we buy a regular family pass. But we buy the pass. So let's say it's our local zoo. We have a local zoo. It's called the Elmwood Zoo. It's amazing. It's a small, I mean, the Philadelphia Zoo is also amazing. Don't get me wrong. But this is a small local one that does like, you know, unique activities. It's also mm -hmm. one that if you have little kids, you can get in and out easily. It's not like driving into the city, parking, walking a mile, being there all day. You know, it's like one of those awesome places. Um, and that's why we decided to do that for the zero to four grand prize. We're going to actually give the family a one-year pass of their own. 
So that's, that's like one thing that they can win. Yeah. But we also, I think we have three of the passes, but our museum passes are like, I don't know, I have a whole list here because I was like, I'm going to forget. It's like the Tyler <laughs> Arboretum, Chanticleer, Eastern State Penitentiary, uh, the Magic Gardens, the National Liberty Museum, the Constitution. You Center. have that. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, we have 16 passes. And so what you do is you go into the library. You can actually call ahead and ask them what they have, and they'll hold it for like an hour for you. And you go in, you check out the pass like a library book. It costs nothing. And you and your family, they're mostly like two adults and four kids. Some are even more than that. And you can go to these places for free. I mean, absolutely yeah. for free. I mean, it's yeah. a, we plan on using it this summer. Right before we moved, we found out about it and went to the Arboretum. There was a pass at the library mm -hmm. to do the Arboretum there. And that was wonderful. I think my in-laws were in town and we took them. And it was. Really I mean, it's a real savings. I mean, when you think about it, like I'm thinking like, um, what's one on here that's on here? Um, the Woodmere Museum. I know the Magic Gardens. You know, it's $20 or plus to get in per person. So if you're a family of five, instead of spending $100, you go for free. And the places love it because a lot of these places work um, on donations. And they, what they need to show is that people are actually coming. Like I remember once we were at the Simeon. So the Simeon Automotive Museum is right out by the airport. It's really cool. Um, Dr. Simeon has a collection of like antique race cars. I mean, Michelle, if you're if you're still on there, Michelle, you need yeah. to see this. It's, it's a hanger of cars. And a lot of them won the Grand Prix. Like it's just a really cool place. On Saturday, sometimes they actually run them. So it's one of the only automotive museums that they actually run the cars. Like they make sure the cars are all up and running. There might be like one car that doesn't run, but the rest of them are all up and running. They have like a person who drives all the cars. So it's just really a cool place. And I happened to walk into him and he was like, we're so happy to have the libraries because what we want are people coming to see what we have. You know what I mean? It's not about like making money off of people coming into missions. It's more about keeping our numbers up so that we know people are enjoying what we have. Um, so it's just really cool. Yeah, really cool. I mean, so do you feel that they are like um, the passes right now are really utilized to their full potential? Like if I call, is it? The hardest one to get is the Elmwood Zoo. That's like the one okay. that goes out the most. Mm -hmm. um, there's probably, and that's why I think we have two or three of them just to try to help keep that rolling. Um, they are used. If one isn't used, sometimes we won't reorder it. Um, mm -hmm. There was one or two that we've had to let go. And one or sometimes the institution itself will stop having those also. So sometimes we'll lose one that way, but we always find other ones. Like it's amazing how many are out there and how many people are willing to work with us. But I mean, there's 16 things. I mean, that's 16 weeks of things I can do for free with my family. Like, it's just wow. amazing. Like, it's amazing. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Um, do you remember when we went to Glen Karen for brunch? Mm-hmm. And the only reason I kind of knew, we knew about it was because we had taken the pass out once or twice and, and went to, to see the, the Glen Karen Museum. And that's how we found out about brunch. And so we did that one holiday. You know, so they actually get... All the institutions say that they get a lot from us having the passes. Like they're not losing money. They get a lot. A lot of people will eventually buy their own, like the Elmwood Zoo, or they'll come up with another activity like we did. You know, we went to that um, high tea brunch at Christmas. Mm -hmm. as we that saw was so great. Dinner. Yeah. So fun, you know, Eastern State Penitentiary gets a lot of business like at Halloween and stuff from oh, yeah. people seeing it during the year. They want to go back there for like their Halloween scary things. So it's a good advertisement for them. And it's great for us. Oh, wow. Us. Yeah, that's really cool. I tell people about them all the time. And they're like, what? Huh? It's not until like the second or third time that I explain it that people get it and then start using it. 
Like they don't quite believe it. Like, are you sure it's free? I'm like, <laughs> the only negative is there's only one negative. If you don't return the pass on time, it's like a five dollar fee. So you just make sure you return the pass on. But even if you have to pay the five dollars because you turn it in late, oh it's my god, a hundred to go somewhere. But right. we're really good about returning them. I don't think we've really had any problems with somebody taking it and not bringing it back. We have them on like little lanyards, so they're easy to carry and use. And um, you know, you're, you're only allowed to take out one. Like you can't be, you can't be hoggish and take two or three out at once. You know, so it's one. Like you have to be an adult over eighteen to check them out. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just great. It's, it's one of my favorite things that we do. I feel like it's one way that you can really even the playing field for all kids. You know, if there are families out there who maybe can't afford to do all these things, guess what? Now they can. You know, that's just that they have to deal with transportation. Um, but, you know, it's just one way to really give kids and families experiences, good, solid educational experiences for free. And the Friends of the Library is really in charge of that. Yeah, we pay for all the passes. So all of our fundraising goes towards buying those passes every year. Can you, and I, I maybe we glossed over this in the beginning, but the difference, I don't, uh, if you haven't, people haven't been involved, the difference between the library system and the Friends of the Library. So we are just, we are part of them. Like we are part of that whole same nonprofit, but really we're just there to help. Like we don't make any rules. We don't, we're not part of the board. We're just there to support the library. And so the three things that we always like to support is we do the summer reading, we do the museum passes and we do all any programming that they want to have. Like we, you know, we're always looking for new programming. If there's anybody out there who does something or wants to do something or has some sort of program that they do, like we're always looking for, you know, adult programming, teenage programming, young programming, anything, because that's what we want to do for our community. Like we don't just provide books to the community. We provide programs. We provide interesting lectures. Um, you know, we've had, we've had, we've had the bee man come in. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And then, so there was a guy who has his own beehives. He brought in bees. He brought in all the stuff that he makes from all, from the bees. And it was like just the coolest thing ever. Like we try to really broaden everybody's horizons with all of our programming. So I mean, it's always, amazing. Like if you see like on the thumbnail for this or on our social media, you'll see a sketch of the library. And that is actually the size of the library and the things that go on in that small area in that small town are just phenomenal and the number of people it serves. So, um, you know, for those listening, whether they're in the area, out of the area, how can they help support the Friends of the Library mission? Um, what are some things you're looking for, whether it's, you know, uh, people to get involved with the board, people to, you know, uh, reach out and do an event? Well, we can always use more friends, you know what I mean? To reach out for an event would be amazing. The friends, ha we have our own Facebook page, so you can always reach us that way. Or really, you can just call the library. Like, where there's always somebody there to take your call and let us know what's going on. Yeah. Um, we run a used book sale, so if you have some good books that you need to donate, we take those. They have to be in good shape. Like, they can't be like old, smelly books from 100 years ago. Well, that's not true. Like, there well, are well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do. We make a lot of we make a lot of profit off of our used book sale. Like, it helps us to pay for these passes. Um, we um, we actually partner with an organization called Bomb Books. It's like an online book selling um, mm -hmm. and they're like, they're so awesome. They we've been, it's been such a good connection for us that they, they, we like actually will scan some of our used books and then they'll sell them for us. So we make more of a profit selling through them. Oh. And it keeps, we don't have a huge space for our book sale. Like we are literally down outside of the community room in the basement of the library. So we have like maybe, I don't know, 10 bookshelves. 
and they're always packed. Like we're always getting new books. One of our friends, Caroline, um, she's in charge of it. Like she, she's done such an amazing job. Like she weeds them out and she, she knows how, which ones to sort for bomb books, which ones that we keep, you know, and she, they're constantly being changed and updated, but we do, we do raise a lot of money through our used book sale. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, you are like the original. So um, Polly is the one that got me personally into consignment when my kids were itty bitty. Uh, we did our first consignment sale together. And Polly, you had done it first. And you oh, I'm so glad you said it. that because yes. guess who's on the list of summer programs? So we have eight programs this year. We have a magician. I don't, we usually have, we've had Chad Juros for the past couple of years. He's like amazing. But I don't know if he has the date available. Like, I don't know if we're getting him this year, which is which is really sad. But we always have a magician. We have some aquatic science uh, camp coming in, the Elmwood Zoo, um, Two of a Kind, which is like a musical group. And guess who else is coming? Amy Greeby. No. So Amy Greeby is like one of our local artists. She's just an amazing individual, isn't she? Like amazing. she's done so many cool things. She's had her own programs and things. But she's the one who, that was her consignment sale. That was her consignment yeah, sale. we did yep. a consignment sale through Amy Greedy. And then we ended up starting to help her. And then we sort of did one on our own for the school as PTO moms to raise funds for the school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and now she's coming back. And so, so she would consign with us at, like when um, we had the storefront, she yeah. was involved with that. She's and now she's coming programs. to the library. We love her so much. Like she's doing two programs for the summer reading. But you know what? She'd be a good person to have on. You know that she'd be a good person to interview for like oh my how gosh, she, she totally she's she's like she's an artist but yet she's also a business person like she she knows how to create things for the community and and somehow survive doing it like she's a pretty amazing person so i don't know i don't know what she's doing for the two programs but i'm sure it'll be awesome oh i can't wait to hear about them I'm, I'm like excited i'm like want to get my summer reading book <laughs> <laughs> She wants her scoop certificate. I want my scoops. No, I want the certificate for the tomato pie at the Kajahawken mm -hmm. Italian Bakery. Bigger, um, so yummy. I got to tell you, there's been conversation in the comments about tomato pie because Samantha's never had it before. I said it's a Philly thing. We got Rebecca coming in saying she makes it. And I want to tell you that there is a there are two different tomato pies out there. I don't know if I ever told you the story, but when I moved up to Philly from down south, and somebody said, oh, you have to have tomato pie. I'm like, oh, I love tomato pie. And somebody came over with the tomato pie, and it's totally not the tomato pie that I grew up with. Ah. Okay, so what? When we make tomato pie down south, it is in a pie crust, and it's got like a mayonnaise base with sliced onions, tomatoes, and cheese, and you bake it in the oven. More like a, like a quiche, kind of like a quiche. There's no egg in it. No okay. egg. It is a pie. It is phenomenal, yeah. but it, yes, and it's very fattening, but it's really good. Um, so it took me a little while with the Philly tomato pie because it's just your dough and the sauce and a little sprinkle Parmesan cheese. Parmesan cheese on top. And it tends to have, I think, a sweeter flavor, whereas my tomato pie is very savory. Mm -hmm. So I got in these debates with everybody for years, and it took me probably four years of living in Philly before I decided I actually liked tomato pie Philly style. <laughs> Same. I'd never had it. And the first time somebody like brought it to an event or I was having a party, and I was like, why would anybody eat 
pizza without cheese. That's just right. wrong. And cold. I remember the first right. time. I'm originally from Pittsburgh. So when I moved out towards this area, the first time I was like, who on earth will eat cold pizza with no cheese, with some Parmesan cheese sprinkled on it? And now I love it. Like, it's mm -hmm. yeah. And actually, it's, I love the Conchi Bakery one. It's my favorite. It's not as sweet as some of the other ones, but I love it. Yeah. So when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl a few years back, I did, we had to have a Super Bowl party and I went Philly style. I tried so hard to see if there was no way Conchak and Bakery. I mean, I called them, can we ship a tomato pie somehow? Like, <laughs> I to have a tomato yeah. pie. I called Corpolis, nobody could do it. You know, I'm calling my friend Ann, she's trying to help me. I actually found a recipe and I made from scratch tomato pie. Wow. It was pretty daggum good. The boys oh. liked it. It was not Conchak and Bakery. I don't want to go that. I, it was not that quite there, but it was good. But I want to know from Rebecca, like she says she makes tomato pie. Is it a Southern tomato pie or is it a Philly tomato pie? Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize there was a Southern tomato pie. Me either. Yeah. That sounds awesome, though. All right, oh, yeah. So I'll put a post with this on our social media with a picture of each and see who knows what. Oh, oh, good idea. Good yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Amy was saying in the comments that Victoria loves going to their local library at North Pocono for reading with the dogs. And I've seen pictures of that. Um, wish we lived closer to get those passes. Um, you know what? That's something that you can even talk to your library about. A lot, because I've, mm -hmm. I've actually, we've extended it to like a lot of other libraries. Like when we tell them what we do, they're like, really? And then they look around their community and they see if there are passes that they could do in their own community. We were the very first library to have the Philadelphia Magic Gardens. Because oh, I went in and they were like, what? Huh? And I had to explain to them what we did. And then I talked to the director and um, uh, who's the artist? What's his name? Oh, I know. Zagar? Zagar? Yeah, I think it is. And they were all for it. So they were, we were the very first institutional pass that they gave out. It's a really cool place. It's in Philadelphia. It's in, um, it's on South Street, South Street, right? I always, mm -hmm. so there's, um, so there are two different like South Streets. There's one in Philadelphia and then there's one in Pittsburgh. And I'm always like, am I saying the right one? And was, <laughs> but it's really cool. It's like a mosaic house, basically. And everything was done by this mosaic artist and you just, I mean, it's just amazing when you walk through. I, it's been on my wish list to go. I didn't get there before we moved and I have friends that go and post pictures all the time and my next trip, I gotta go. Yeah, It's, it's really cool. cool. I gotta go. Now and I haven't been in and you know, from my days, uh, you know, down, it was before the magic gardens existed, but all the mosaics were, were there and. Um, well, yeah, cause good. you know, the influences throughout all of South street it's the South side in Pittsburgh. It's the South street in Philadelphia, but you can like walk down an alley and see other influences. Like there'll be other mosaics around, but this is just like one museum. They actually offer courses and stuff. I think I, we've known people in our community. Um, mm -hmm. I think Butch, I think Lisa James have taken classes down there for mm -hmm. their mosaics. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just so interesting. The wording, um, upstairs, downstairs, all around. And it's all open. There's not much of a, ceiling to most of it it's outside so it's just a really cool interesting groovy place to visit and we have a pass for that that was our saying we have a pass for that <laughs> we have that's a pass really that. cute i love that you we got a pass, pass for that you get a pass <laughs> yeah. we have a pass for that too you know so yeah it's really really fun 
Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm looking forward. I'm glad we were able to get, you know, the word out there about the, how the Friends of the Library supports the community and the different things going on and how uh, people can support it with fundraising efforts like uh, your book sale or they can come to the Country Connects event. Uh, the other thing I just want to mention, because we do this uh, year round, uh, Polly has a big hand in this, is we do take consignments year round for nonprofits where the proceeds right. go to that organization. So if somebody wants to contribute, let's say you have something that, you know, you were of, of value that you were thinking about donating, you weren't sure what to do with it. That's something that you can um, consign, consign with us and we will put it on the Friends of the Library account and they will get the proceeds. And we have that going for many, yeah, many nonprofits throughout the year. And we've had it for the Friends of the Library for a while. Like we've, we have oh. raised a lot of money for us. And like I said, people will donate things that we can't quite use at the library, but we can, we, if we can resell it through our consignment with you, it's, it's really helped us. I mean, that's been a big supporter, you know, besides the book fair, besides, um, some of the other things that we do, we, you know, we have a couple of people who donate to us. ASTM is a great organization mm -hmm. that loves to give to community programming. So, you know, they see the work that we're doing and a lot of times they'll give us um, a donation, but you know, Conchi consignment has been amazing for us. Really. I meant to, and I, for, I thought about it earlier in the week. I was like, I'm going to have the total like that we've raised throughout the years for the library, but I, I totally forgot. Oh. I think more was, somebody just gave me some porcelain dolls. I know, um, to sell and they were like put it on the library account or you know there are I don't know there are a lot of people will be like here I have this just put it on the library account yeah and so you know we'll list it and sell it and then the library gets the profit from it yeah and all these anonymous people that that donate um you know most of the people that donate for a nonprofit um friends of the library and others uh as well don't want credit of that they just say just you know just take care of it I'm so happy to support that so they're all there's people probably living right next door that are doing these great anonymous things that you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. We got some weigh-ins on the um, tomato pie. Did you see uh, that? Yeah. So Rebecca, Rebecca makes the Southern version um, with the mayonnaise and the basil and the cheese. And yeah. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. She makes the version I make, which is we consider the Southern version. And the Michelle says there's a New England version that I guess she's saying is like the Philly tomato pie, but the bread is fried. Oh, oh wow. Interesting. I think we should just travel around the country and sample different tomato pies. We have a week in the summer of something we can do together, ladies. <laughs> just got to walk from place to place so we make up for the sampling. <laughs> yeah. that's one thing to, I don't think there is one to me. It sounds like it should be healthy because of the tomato, but I don't think there's one out there that's low in calories. Oh, no. None of these we're talking about are. <laughs> Not if you do it right. Not if you no. do it right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, All right. Well, anything else we want to touch on? Thursday. You know, I'm, I'm really grateful that you um, are taking us on. So that'll be really fun. And it'll be fun to see who comes and what we're selling. And I'm really excited. Yeah. All right. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. It's going to, we're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, if you guys haven't um, liked, if you're watching the video with us, hanging out with us, if you can hit the like button, subscribe, the notification bell, hit them all. Just, just go down and click them all. <laughs> it helps us and it helps us get the word out for um, what'll be happening this week. And um, 
in the coming weeks. So uh, when we do the live sale, uh, it's called Resale Therapy. You'll see that uh, on Facebook. And um, you can go on and you can RSVP to that live sale. You can invite your friends, share it, and get the word out there. The sale will be after Thursday. It will be shoppable 48 hours after that sale ends. So if you're not available at that specific time, you can go on and uh, shop it or donate uh, after the fact. Or just comment and say, hey, <laughs> that works too. That works too. It's not, all, it's not always the... Um, the sales that are the most valuable. So don't uh, don't discount the fact of just giving a thumbs up to something or making a comment that is sometimes just as valuable. So don't be intimidated by that. Yeah. All right. Holly, it was so great to have you. Oh, so fun to be here. Thanks, guys. Oh, like all the time. So excited. I know. I know. I can't wait. I'm like, I can't wait to have you back and hang out with us over the summer on Brunch Ladies. Give us a little excuse to drink some Bloody Marys and have some fun. All right, Michelle's all in. Let's raise some money, y'all, uh, especially now that we know exactly what that's going for yes. um, and what the friends of the library are doing uh, in the community. It's just phenomenal. So proud of you guys. Uh, Jill, the work you're doing as president. Um, Polly, the work you're doing behind the scenes. I know your husband has a little role in the Friends of the Concha. I shouldn't say little role. He has, I didn't mean to do that. He has a role in the Friends of the Concha Hawken Library. You want to he, mention that? He's the treasurer. Yeah, <laughs> he is the, the treasurer. treasurer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I didn't want to leave right. him out. Thank you, Bo. <laughs> All right, guys. Live on Country Consignment Facebook page. We are going to rock it out, y'all. All right. Bye. Bye, Thank you. To see what Conchi Consignment is serving up on the daily, visit us at ConchiConsignment.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube.